This is the Ezra podcast. And we're talking about UFC Fight Night in Paris. I'm not even sure that's how they're calling it, but I'm going to call it that. UFC Fight Night in Paris. Gone versus Tuivasa. In a really interesting matchup at heavyweight. Very interesting matchup. Very good matchup for, you know, like a free card. And not what really the UFC has been offering this year. As far as like free cards have not been offering the most interesting matches or best uh, most competitive cards. But they have when they go to Europe or they go like somewhere like a special place and it's a free card. They kind of stack the cards. You've seen it like when they went to England and now this card. Uh, they went to England twice and had two stack cards. And then they, this card now. And you have Gone versus Tuvi- uh, Tuivasa. Whitaker versus Vittori. Like, these are two excellent fights. They'll usually be on a uh, pay-per-view. Now, I'm going to apologize now. If you're looking at my nose, and you're like, oh, it's something on the side of his nose. That's because my dog nearly bit my nose off. That's, that's that's just the truth of it. That's what happened. Now, are we going to get rid of the dog? No, I love that dog. The dog could have bit my nose off. It could have literally bit my nose off. And maybe at that point, I'd be like, mm, probably do something about this dog. But my wife, for sure, would be like, no, the dog's staying. You know what I mean? We just got to work with it. That's like literally what's all we always say. We just got to work with it. You know, that's what you say about dogs. You know, they bite your nose off and you're like, oh, I just got to work with it, especially when you love them. That's what people don't understand about the connection with a dog. But I have the pain and everything that, you know, dog bit my face and it's cool. It's nothing. It was really more my fault than it was the dog's fault at this point. But let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's get to uh, Gone versus tu, uh, Tuivasa. In a fight that... um. You know, Tui Ross is definitely at a point, uh, a place in his career that I kind of never would have guessed just by watching him fight and his, like his skill level to me to be at this point where like if he beats Gone, like he's seriously contender for a title shot. And like this is a, a really is a, a, a massive fight, especially with not knowing the future of what Nagano's going to do. Doesn't look like Nagano's coming back. I could be wrong about that, but it doesn't look like he's coming back. Definitely looks like there's going to be some kind of interim title shot. Might be John Jones, Stipe. We'll see. But the winner of this fight is definitely in line to fight either the interim or main event with Nagano, uh, rematch with Nagano or fighting John Jones or Stipe. Whoever wins that fight. So nothing but great opportunities that have come to the winner of this fight. Now, like I said, I never pictured Tuivasa being at this point of uh, reaching these kind of heights at heavyweight. Uh, Gone, I think everyone had them reaching, reaching these heights. I think a lot of people had him beating Nagano when they matched up and it didn't play out that way. Um, I didn't see him beating uh, Nagano. I didn't. I thought maybe it was too much too soon, but I do think that if you remember when Nagano first got his title shot against Stipe, he got taken down a lot. And then what happens to Gan? He goes in there and he gets taken down a lot by Stipe, uh, by Nagano. There's a lot of similarities there. I think that Gan's going to learn a lot from that fight. I think Gan's going to be able to apply, and, and especially in this matchup, he's going to be able to apply a lot of things he does well in this fight. They're really going to be highlighted. Let me pull the fight poster. Um, First fight, which is also a beautiful fight poster, by the way. But he's going to be able to do a lot of things that he likes to do in this fight. They're really going to be highlighted in this matchup. A lot of times, like I said, fighting, the reason why you need to break down every fight and look at every fight in detail to really know or be able to make a, a good prediction or kind of be able to, um, you know, like see, know what to expect in a fight is because matchups are like so important and there's certain things that a fighter does, right? And his certain way that another, his opponent does something in a certain way and they'll just give like a huge advantage to him. And Gon's leg movement, especially the way he's able to get on the outside foot, especially with the orthodox southpaw matchup, which we have in this fight. And Tuivasa's lack of footwork to me is, um, it's going to be glaring, honestly, if I'm being honest. And it's funny because I do see similarities to another heavyweight fight that's happening this weekend in boxing, and that's uh, 
Ortiz versus Ruiz. And I, the similar as I see is to Ivasa to Ruiz. See, Ruiz doesn't have the best leg works coming forward, right? He doesn't earn his space or earn his range. Uh, he's, he's not the best at earning that. He doesn't have that skill. But if you get into his punching range, he's very dangerous because he's very fast for heavyweight. very smooth for heavyweight. very loose for heavyweight. Tuivas is very loose and very fast. He hits very, very hard. And if you get into his range, he's very dangerous. But I think Ghana can stay out of his range. And he's uh, longer than him. He's definitely taller than him. And he's light on his feet. And I think that it's going to be very frustrating for Tuivasa to gain that range. Now, Gon is also a guy that doesn't really make mistakes. Like, he doesn't stay in there too long. He's not going to give you opportunity. He doesn't even mind a boring fight, honestly. He's a very patient guy. And he's also in his hometown. So, in boxing, I've seen that work negatively. Right? I've seen guys try to go for KOs and really blow out the energy and just throw off your game. I think Gon's going to benefit from this because I think the crowd's going to be behind him no matter what, as long as he's winning the fight. So he could have a really boring fight where he's just uh, moving around and kicking Tuivasa's uh, lead leg and jabbing him. And I think the crowd's still going to be behind him. So I think that's going to actually work for him in this way. I I think Tuivasa, for, it's one of those fights where, and I, I describe these things a lot. In Like I said, the, the Andy Ruiz is the the comparison for me for Tuivasa because Andy Ruiz, when he fought Joshua, Joshua, the first fight was a massive upset. Joshua gave him that range. Joshua got greedy and he came inside and he stood too long. And that allowed Andy Ruiz to, to be able to work. Andy Ruiz could never take that range. He could never earn it. I don't think Tuivasa could ever earn the range of this fight. So he's going to need Gon to give him something. He's going to need him to give him an opportunity in this fight. I think Gon's going to be disciplined enough. I think he's going to be sharper uh, from the his loss. I think he's going to just really want to um, I think it probably is the loss motivate him and it's going to take him to a whole nother level and it would be good for him when he got that rub with the championship fight that this fight he's going to be extremely disciplined extremely on his game and he's not going to give Tuivasa any opportunity I think this is a one-sided fight I think that there's a, it's two big names I think it's a, it's a good matchup but I just think the way it plays out is a one-sided fight I think Tuivasa is reaching the whole night now I think a really important thing is Tuivasa's late kick He's very fast with his leg kick. I think he's going to need to get it going early. He's going to need to be able to establish that to have any success in this fight and to keep gone from getting on the outside of him. Because the outside, um, getting on the outside of his leg is going to be really bad for Tuivasa because he's not going to be able to cover that range. And he's going to allow Gon to have all freedom on his um, on his right side. He he can't have that. He he cannot have that in this fight. He's got to get Gon to work, start working to his to Tuivasa's left side so he can start setting up his shots and be able to cut, cut off range closer. Like I said, I don't think he's able to earn it. I think it's going to be a long night for him. I think he's going to be reaching. He's, I don't think he's the kind of guy to give up. I don't think he's the kind of guy to like to not try to go for it. I do think at points he will go for it. I just don't think he's going to be able to meet, make up that ground. I'm going to take Gon in a decision here. I think he's going to look very impressive, but maybe just not that as exciting of a fight. But I think he'll remember maybe the performance isn't that exciting to you. But think of just him showing the levels above a guy like Tuivasa. That's that's the levels that Gon is. He could show he's levels above a guy like Tuivasa, who I think would be kind of tough for a lot of people in the heavyweight division. It's just because of how his, his speed, his power, and his athleticism. And watch his leg kicks. Like, his leg kicks are good. His leg kicks are very good, very fast. Not a lot of motion on them. It's just the leg movement of cutting out the space is really important. I don't know if Tai Tuivasa is ever going to have that skill. I don't know if he ever really works that skill. We're going to find out. On the Coleman event, very good matchup. Rob Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. Um... Vittori has come up short to Israel Asanye twice. Robert Whitaker has come up to short to Israel Asanye twice. Robert Whitaker's second fight with Israel Asanye 
it was definitely people felt it was a lot closer than what I truly felt it was. I thought it was a clear Adesanya win, but people felt like you could have made a case for Whitaker to win. I think it was definitely a competitive fight. Um, Whitaker definitely looked better in it than he did in the first fight. More controlled, more balanced. I mean, you definitely see now Whitaker's game more. He's definitely more controlled, more balanced. I think that comes with also like losing a little bit of something off of you, losing a little bit of speed, a little bit of power, or maybe just losing a little bit of the idea of invincibility. You can start fighting smarter. You start using your craft. You start using little tricks that you've learned along the way. He's definitely at that point of his career. Now, Marvin Vittori, I think, is improving as a fighter. He's definitely, I see him working his boxing with like a Julian Chua who is uh, out of the wild card or used to be out of wild card. I don't know where he trains. He trains in the LA area now, but he's a box trainer for like uh, Gilberto Ramirez. Uh, I've seen him work with Zapata, Progress. He's worked with a lot of high-level fighters, and he works with MMA fighters as well, as far as Marvin Vittori and Dillashaw. He's working with those guys. And I see that Vittori is always in the gym. I follow I follow uh, Julian on Instagram. And I just see Marvin's always in the gym. He's always working. He's always looking to get better. And he does. He's looking sharper with his hands. The problem with Marvin Vittori is he doesn't have good leg movement. Similar to Tuivasa, he does not have good leg movement. And if a guy can move on him or get angles, he's just falling behind. It's also like punching is not a natural motion to him, so it takes a little bit of thought process. And a guy like Whitaker, he's looser with his punches, and maybe he doesn't have like always the best technique, Whitaker, but he's just so loose with his punches, he's going to get there faster. He doesn't have to second-guess it. He's comfortable in punching from like a lot of different weird angles with his footwork or uh, different ranges. And I just think that he... Vittori's always going to be a step behind in this fight. He's always going to be a step behind. And I do also think be the with the stance matchup of Vittori being southpaw and Whitaker being uh, orthodox, that the jab high kick is going to be very effective because Vittori kind of gets stuck in position. He's very cemented. And sometimes he respond off the first punch and move his head a similar way that Usman just got knocked out by uh, Leon Edwards. I think Whitaker's going to, I mean, yeah, I think Whitaker's going to have some success with his right high kick in this fight. I'm going to take uh, Whitaker in this fight. I do think he'll have some shaky moments. I think Whitaker is, there's a little bit signs of him slowing down a little bit. Uh, he's definitely in this fight. He's going to, he, he, he has a habit of making fights, you know, closer and giving guys a little bit of opportunity. Uh, there's going to be some motion for Vittori lands and stuff like that, but I don't think Vittori's going to be able to get this fight to the ground. I don't think he's, the points where he's going to need to have success, I don't think he's going to, I think Whitaker's going to be able to tag him up to get a decision in a three round fight. And I think that Whitaker's going to have, one hell of a resume when it's all said and done uh, at middleweight for the fights that he has, uh, for the wins he has, and especially because, you know, in UFC, you could kind of keep going if you want to and just keep fighting top 10 guys, and this is going to be another top 10 win for Whitaker that I think is going to be very impressive, honestly, uh, especially at this point of his career. Another fight that I uh, broke down, I kind of sometimes I just kind of choose one on the undercard that kind of interests me, and we have uh, Gomes versus Aaron's, and I'm pretty sure I'm cre- uh, pronouncing those correctly. Now, Gomes uh, Gomez, let me say Gomez. I think that's more correct. He's a six foot, 145 pounds, uh, 73 inch southpaw, right? And I've seen him fight. I'll bring down his fights. He's uh, a little bit stiff with the stand up. You know, it's not saying that he, he he's not a good striker because he has some good striking techniques. He's just like not continuous flow with the striking. It's definitely like one shot reset type of thing. But he's definitely looking more to me from what I see as like a clinch game, takedown. I think he has a good submission game. I think that he's, I think he's, He's an effective grappler. In fact, on the when he gets you on the ground, I think he's really effective. Now you go to uh, Aaron's, and Aaron's is uh, to me a very loose striker. He's very uh, technical. He's very smooth. He's very natural with it. He's not like what I was describing with Vittori, where it's like not second nature. It's uh, it's not second nature Vittori. It is second nature Aaron's. Like he can punch, kick, and all that. He's not gonna have to think about it too long. I think that he should have the advantage in the stand up in this fight. 
Um, the thing is, though, is he has been taken down before and he has uh, lost on the ground before. And I think that's where uh, Gomez is going to want to take this fight. And I think that if he can get on the inside, maybe Aaron's could kind of fall apart at that portion. But as long as Aaron keeps, keeps it standing, he should win in this fight. He should have a lot of advantages there. I think it's a very good matchup, very interesting matchup. I see that they have uh, Gomez uh, as the favorite, uh, minus 220 to a plus 180. So it's close. They have it kind of close. But I'm going to take Aaron's in this fight, actually. And usually when you have two guys that are coming up and they're not the most experienced guys, you kind of want to favor the ground guy. And it, you've, I've seen Aaron's, you know, like I said, there's I, there's example of Aaron's not being able to withstand that. But I just think Gomez is a little too tall, a little too stiff. And I don't. I think that he might just be one second behind in this fight. And I think Aaron's going to be able to keep the distance and use his loose striking to win a decision here. I think this is an excellent night of fighting. I'm very excited to watch it. And I just think that this main event has a lot of ramifications in the heavyweight division. Um, and you could easily be seeing the winner of this fight fighting for the title next. And Victoria and Whitaker's middleweight division are probably not going to be fighting for a title anytime soon. But it's just a heck of a matchup when you just keep matching top 10 guys versus top 10 guys. You're always going to get a good fight. I think that's going to be a good competitive fight that Whitaker wins. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the S raw podcast. And this is where you can find me right there. <laughs>